0: This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on vSIN.
4: Okay, Lombardi Line here on week 13. I'm Patrick Maher live from the vSIN studios here at the South Point. You can see behind me starting to fill up at the South Point. Michael Lombardi at the Borgata there in Jersey. I see you looking around. What's it like there?
5: Starting to fill up here, Patrick. You know we're going to have the Jets and the, you know we're going to have the Jets and the and the Eagles on that big screen. Gardner Minshew mania. I mean, you know if he plays good today you know he could be the franchise a little change of pace those right i yeah, think it, of those i think it articles. could
4: benefit them with a little change of pace why
5: not you know I, I it's going to be an interesting element i mean if you're robert salai you know you don't have to worry about the escapability of the quarterback even though Minshew can move a little bit but now you got to defend the passing game and you've got to defend you know smith's ability to make plays down the field and all their other receivers certainly dallas goddard in the passing game so you know, I think it gives you another element, and then Miles Sanders and Howard can still run the ball. They're going to run their stuff, but I think their passing game is going to be a little better. The key is going to be Zach Wilson. He's got to protect the ball better than he did against the Houston Texans. I mean, he was a disaster last week in spite of their ability to come from behind and win. You know, he made some poor decisions with the football, and he's going to have to do a better job there.
4: Okay, I want to, Michael, I'll get to Washington and Vegas. That's a fascinating game with two teams playing well, specifically Washington. But we have to talk about Sunday night because Denver, Kansas City, you, you can see it in front of you. Denver's getting bet here. As Femi just noted, DraftKings is all the way down to eight. You and I sat here on Thursday. The game was 10. So right now, mostly eight and a half. So we're seeing as little as eight in Denver and Kansas City with Denver getting
5: bet. Here's my biggest concern about this game. Look, Denver does match up. There's no doubt. But Andy reached 19-2 off a bot, really good. Kansas City's defense has played much better. Here's what my biggest concern is, though, and why I would really be reluctant to play Denver in this game. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's healthy. I think he's got something going on with him. He's on the injury report. You know, they say he's healthy, and, you know, he's going to play, and he was a full participant in practice, yada, yada, yada. But to me, I think... This is a real concern. And if he can't get through the game and everybody wants to play him because he's a dog, you know, and Teddy Bridgewater is a dog, is always a good number, right? I think that. But his tibula has been, been problematic all year. And if he gets hit, which he will in this game, Garrett Bowles is questionable to play at left tackle. The offensive line of Denver is kind of beat up a little bit. Dalton Risner is, is, is limited all week with a back injury. You know, Bobby Massey, the right tackle, he's been hurt. They're going on the road in a tough environment. So for me today, uh, I, I think this is the Chiefs game to really come out. I don't trust it because if you lose Bridgewater in the first quarter, and you have to see Drew Locke come on the field. You can kiss your money goodbye if you bet Denver.
4: Even if you don't know anything about the NFL, you know these ATS trends for Andy Reid coming off a bye and then also Teddy Bridgewater as a dog, specifically on the road. By the way, it, he's great, Reid, off a bye. Just 6-6 six and six ATS off a bye, though, with this time there in Kansas City. Melvin Gordon not going to play for Denver. That's a big miss for them.
5: Yeah, no, look, they're beat up. I mean, you know, Bowles has got a bad ankle. That hurts him. Massey, he's got a, he, Massey has a bad ankle. So those two injuries there, Reisner's got a bad back. Those are the three starting offensive linemen in there. Then you add in the defense. And then, you, of course, you add in the quarterback situation. And look, Teddy hasn't played that well in, in a few weeks either. I mean, it isn't like Denver's offense is, oh, my gosh, they're coming out of here. They beat the Chargers last week. You know, they had 302 yards. A lot of that was from their defense. I think, if, especially if Vic tries to play man in this game, we'll see Tyreek Hill have a huge day.
4: Stephen Baum points out uh, many numbers supporting the under here, the total 46. Where are you on the total right now?
5: Well, I mean, let's see, 46, we're looking at a 27, you know, 19 game. I mean, you know, you, this game's got to be, I don't see Denver putting a lot of points on the board unless they turn this thing over. You know, let's go back through Denver. They scored 14 against Cleveland, 17 against Washington. They scored 30 because they turned the ball over, uh, because Dallas turned the ball over, and Philly, they scored 13. I mean, Philly dominated them 30-13. to 13. Then they come back and beat a Charger team. That game was a lot closer. Herbert made some, made some poor decisions in the game through two interceptions. That game was a lot closer. I think the under probably would be in play unless, unless as particularly if, if Bridgewater doesn't play the whole game in the last five half
4: cash to the under so five straight unders for the broncos and to your point which you made on friday this defense is much better uh, with the absence of von miller there's been a galvanizing effect there
5: no doubt no doubt and and they've been playing hard and they've been playing hard in denver they've got the corners that can cover but if you get in a man to man game with patrick mahomes that can be problematic for you and i, I kind of think to me what i'm betting on today is some of these teams that need to kick it in gear the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Rams, they need to kick it in gear. And this is the time to kick it in gear.
4: And careful now, because I understand as a better, the Chiefs hasn't been haven't been making you money. However, the Chiefs have won eleven straight against the Broncos. The last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs was 2015. Andy Reid is 19 and 3 versus the Broncos in his career. And look, it's a team that all of a sudden's won four straight and we're starting to pay attention, right?
5: Right, and look, can Denver generate offense? Can Denver, can Bridgewater handle the pressure? I think this offensive line for Denver, which at times can look like a strength, is beat up. And that's what I'm thinking of today. I'm thinking that's going to be the biggest issue in this game. Can they handle the pressure? Can they handle all this that's going on? Can Bowles not get called for holding? Can he protect with a bad ankle? Can Massey protect with a bad ankle? You know, they've had so many injuries. And then Bridgewater has been beaten up. And Chris Jones and Frank Clark and Jared Reed, the Chiefs front seven guys, have been very good the last past month.
4: And it's been a crazy juxtaposition as far as the defense early in the year for Kansas City. And then how, they listen, the Kansas City defense over the last three games has limited opponents to a 22% success rate on third downs. I mean, they've just, Spagnuolo's done a good job kind of getting this unit together.
5: Uh, I mean, look, since, since the second half of Washington, since the second half of Washington where they played really well, you know, they're down 13 to 10 in Washington. They give up no points in the second half right so they give up they give up no points against Tennessee they gave up 27 points but a lot of that was because they turned the ball over 17 to the giants 7 to the packers 14 to the raiders 9 to the cowboys wow
4: yeah, the defense is that that's that's the reason for this uptick as far as the Chiefs. OK, no doubt. I mentioned no doubt.
5: I mentioned Washington
4: and Las Vegas. This is fascinating. First off, yep. no Waller is a huge miss, as you know, Michael, yep. even though the numbers haven't been there as much. He's just such an element. He That's where the defense focuses. And you see Vegas open two and a half. It's down to one and a half here with Washington in town. Washington on a heater.
5: Yeah, Washington has obviously played well. No J.D. McKissick for Washington. That's no big. Landon Collins for Washington. But I think with McKissick out, I think you'll see Curtis Samuels have a bigger role, right? I think he's healthy now from the groin injury that it kind of held him back. Look, we know this about the Raiders. You know, Waller's their key guy. They've got to get him the ball. Deshaun Jackson made some plays for him, certainly, against in all the pass interferences against the Cowboys. It seems like ages ago, right, they played. But all this is really going to come down to, can the Raiders block this front? Jonathan Allen's had a sensational year for the Washington football team. You've got to be able to handle him inside. And they've got to be able to keep Carr from getting hurt. If Carr gets nervous and starts checking this ball down, Washington will win by two touchdowns. But if he's able to make some plays and he can attack this secondary... Then all of a sudden, I think it's a close game. This is one I've gone back and forth on. I liked Washington earlier in the week. I've come back. I don't like the Waller news. I don't trust the Raiders defensively. I really just don't. I just don't think the Raiders are really good defensively. And I don't trust Carr on third down. I don't trust Carr when it really matters the most. What people don't know about Carr, what people don't realize about Carr, the Raiders are 29th in the National Football League in third down conversions with a blue chip with a quarterback who's really good. And then I don't trust their defense because their defense never stops anybody when they get to the red zone. They're the worst red zone team in all of football.
4: Wow. And we've got a budding star in Antonio Gibson. Also, his usage rate has gone up considerably over these last three, which is, while no McKissick today, you're going to continue to see Gibson.
5: Right. And remember, Gibson was a receiver at Memphis. So everything that Ms. Kissick can do in the backfield, Gibson can do probably better. And then you've got Curtis Samuel to come in there and pick up some of the slack. And then Terry McLaurin has been very good. And you can attack this secondary. This is a game that Washington should be able to move the ball. And look, the, you know, the young man, uh, you know, uh, uh, Tyler, T- Taylor Haneke, I mean, he's done a great job. He's looked like Brett Favre in the last few weeks. He's played really well.
4: We don't like the Raiders in this spot. They're 1-5 ATS. Their past six is a home favorite.
5: They don't, when fortune falls upon them, they stink. Yeah, I think when the when the quarterback is uncomfortable in that pocket, and their offensive line has not been great, you know their offensive line has struggled, particularly against good fronts. Go back to the Eagle game, and then all of a sudden he starts to check the ball down. If he feels protected, now he got bailed out quite a bit in that in that the Cowboy game. Let's not, let's make no mistake about that. But this is not a good third down team. And then how about this, Patrick? When the Raiders get the ball in the red zone, they're twenty eighth overall. They've never been good under Gruden's administration in the red zone. It's one of the fallacies last year. They were never good.
4: Speaking of Gruden, he still lives here. We should invite him on the show.
5: Be entertaining.
4: Text him. Come on, man. <laughs> Use those contacts. Anyway, uh, let's quickly, before we get out, I've got a minute. Uh, Arizona, Chicago, Dalton under center, of course. Seven and a half is a lot. It's a lot on the road.
5: Arizona. It is a lot. You know, Arizona, but look, Arizona's defense is opportunistic, and if Andy Dalton doesn't protect this football, you know, they can cover. I would be leaning towards Chicago here. I think it's a lot of points, especially if you get that hook.
4: You see that low under, excuse me, total at 42. I brought that up because it's, it's really not going to be terrible as far as the weather there in Chicago on this December 5th. Really, I mean, you might have wind in Denver and Kansas City, maybe rain in Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. But other than that, the Monday game, tomorrow night's the ugly game as far as weather. Yeah. Everything else is okay today.
5: Uh, and, and, you know, New England practiced yesterday. I guess it was like 35-mile-an-hour winds in the weather yesterday. So uh, they'll be ready for it. I mean, they'll be prepared. Yeah, he probably – Just get your stuff on and get out there, Patrick. That's the message. It's going to be like 22 degrees. Does it matter? But I mean, Not you know. for your boy Billy B.
4: <laughs> not for your boy Billy. we got to talk about the game of the year. That is as far as the in-division – prospects and everything that's happening with new england and buffalo that number has dipped down to two and a half with buffalo buffalo favored a half game behind in division the patriots okay we'll get to that coming up we still got plenty of time coming up next thomas gable a race and sports book director at the borgata joins us here on the lombardi line kevin brought to you by Vsin, the sports betting network <laughs> to start listening.
5: You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive
0: Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay,
4: ExpressBet, first bet. Get in all the horse racing action. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to sign up today using that promo code Vegas1000 over at ExpressBet, and you get 10 bucks instantly to bet on the horses, okay? And you can get up to $1,000 bonus. It's vegas, vegas One Thousand v slash horses for more information. Of course, I got ahead of myself. TG's coming up in just a bit. This is my favorite segment of the week here on the Lombardi line as we welcome you back on this Sunday, week 13. We're going to get into the Lombardi line as we juxtapose the market to Michael Lombardi's actual number. Before we do... I want to ask you the question, then we'll get the poll question results. Let's go ahead and throw it up, Stephen. Who would you bet on Michael Lombardi to win coach of the year? You've heard of the guy up in the left-hand corner, that's Bill Belichick, he's three to one. Matt LaFleur, your cousin, Mike, does not like Matt LaFleur at six Vince, to one. Vince, Vince, pardon Vince, me, big daddy, your dad, yeah, your dad's Mike, daddy, yeah. Vince. I got the whole family. Daddy, yeah. I know yeah, your I family, family better than mine at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Matt LaFleur cool. at six to one, Kingsbury. It's a family show. It is a family show. Kingsbury at four to one, and Zach Taylor. Uh, At 10-1, to so who who would you take there?
5: I would definitely take, uh, look, I think he's the greatest of all time, and what he does is remarkable. It's, It's Belichick. So, you know, one of the things I think that NFL Films really needs to do is at some point Bill needs to allow them to tape his presentation to the team on what it's going to take to win the game and how he presents that and what he says in there and then what happens at the game. And I was talking to my son yesterday, and, and, I, and I said this to him, and I said, you know what's remarkable about when he does this is he's never wrong. He's not, now, people would say, well, Lombardi, he's your friend. You know, you're just – no, no, I'm just telling you, he's never wrong. He's never wrong. I sat in a room with Nick Saban to my left when he told us that the game would be over at halftime, and Nick and I looked at each other and said, he's, he's crazy. He's absolutely crazy. Do you remember and what it was game? over it. It was Philadelphia and Cleveland. We played in Philadelphia, the old Vet Stadium. They were six and two. We were six and two. It was a big game. 4:24, four o'clock start. We didn't have the 4:25 starts then, you know. And so it was over at halftime. And he was right. My point is, and then my son Mick said, it's the same thing that Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne said to him, two of his players. It's amazing he's never wrong. And so to me, he's the greatest of all time. It's not even close. It's not even close. That being said, I would vote for Kiff Kingsbury because Belichick is so good that it's just standard. You could vote for him any time. What Kingsbury has done has been really remarkable. He's gone into Seattle with a backup quarterback and won. He's gone into Los Angeles with a starting quarterback and won. He has gone into San Francisco with a backup quarterback and won. He has done everything. He's gone into Cleveland and won. I mean, this guy has done a really good job. And Vance Joseph deserves a lot of credit here, too. I was hard on Vance Joseph as a head coach. As a defensive coordinator, I think he's been very good. And I think Cliff deserves to be the coach of the year. I don't think, to me, certainly Belichick does with votes. Belichick could be the GM of the year, too, based on all the moves he made in picking Mac Jones thir- uh, 16th overall. That being said, I think I'd vote for Cliff.
4: Okay, Cliff is 4-1 to one on the board. Let's see if the VSN viewers agree with you. We'll throw up the results of the poll question brought to you by Stephen Bond. Uh, he gathering 23.3, but Bill Belichick at three to one 56, a little over 56%, Michael.
5: Yeah. I mean, look, he's done a great job and he's, I mean, he's, he, he is a remarkably detailed prepared coach. He's truly a dinosaur. He's a head coach. We don't have them anymore. We don't, we've lost this art of being a head coach, of com, of being able to, to link the three phases of the game together, to be able to play complementary football. You know, we, we, we don't understand it. We don't work on it. Everybody's a subcontractor. I mean, he's just truly brilliant. And, and for me, and I've said this numerous times, he gets the players. His secret sauce is off season, player development, making the players better every single day. That, and when you don't have that last year, he didn't he looked like, oh, it was all Tom Brady. No, it was, it, was, it was really Belichick and Brady. It was the ability to develop players. And when he didn't have that last year, his team didn't look as good as they do this year.
4: And, of course, Bill's team tomorrow night, game of the year. We're going to get to that coming up in just a bit. But right now, it's time to get to your numbers, the Lombardi line. And we're going to start with the Bucks and Falcons. The market says 11, lay it with Tampa. Where is the Lombardi line?
5: My line was 11.9. And I, I think to me, you know, when you now, my power rankings have, there's no subjectivity in it. It's all just based on what I think are the elements of what is going to, to determine the outcome of the game. And sometimes these numbers are built by people that aren't playing anymore. And we'll see that when we get to Philadelphia. So for me, this is a game, 11.9. If I were to play this game, I would, te- I would definitely play Tampa Bay, feeling like they're, they're strong enough to cover
4: okay next one up cards bears seven and a well, half that, is the number
5: i i have been much to you know my man bill berman who has been cri- critical of Easy. my analysis of happy birthday bill by the he's very upset patrick you're not wishing him happy birthday anymore he's very it's not upset his birthday so officially i'm well, not it, gonna it, continu- I'm just, I, it, it I, continues to go I, he, Every day he, he may have
4: to go see a therapist i mean the ego is out of control <laughs> with your boy billy b but again happy birthday bill it is of course right. your show
5: anyway Anyway, anyway, here we go. It, it, it I, you know that I've not really had this this Cardinal team right, and I think that's part of it. And their numbers are remarkable, and I keep thinking the numbers aren't real, but these numbers are still with Colt McCoy in them. I mean, they still have Colt McCoy in them, so I would have to take the Cardinals here.
4: Hey, Femi agrees with you. I, I was trying to convince them the Bears, but you both are. I mean, your number we're looking for that wiggle, and again, yours is a little over. There's 11. the wiggle. Yeah, yeah there's I mean, the wiggle. It's, look.
5: And the, and the Cardinals have done this really, you should say, disregard the Cardinals number because they haven't really had their guys, but they played well and won. OK,
4: Michael, next up, Cincinnati's lane three with the Chargers in town. That's the market, but where's your number?
5: My number on this game was 3.18, 3.18. Okay, so 18. there's no so difference there. A, there's really no difference there. It's it's a pick em for me. Woodside, I like the Chargers here today. Uh, I just think to me this is a custard last stand game for the Chargers. They've got to play their best football, and I think they'll throw the ball well today.
4: Michael, the Vikings are at the Lions. They're laying a the touchdown. They're laying seven. Where's your number?
5: My number was nine and a half, you know, and, and that's because these the Vikings numbers are just, I mean, the Lions numbers are staggeringly bad. They are, the, they are one of the worst power-ranked teams I've had. You know, and, and, and they're just bad in so many categories. I mean, when I go through who the worst team in the leagues are, it's Jacksonville, it's Jacksonville and Detroit, and they're just a just a shade. Detroit is just a point above them. So to me, seven, I think it's a really good play. Assuming we don't get the bad Kirk Cousins, we get Kirk Cousins throwing the ball down the field, which is what he needs to do against the bad Lions secondary without Swift.
4: Okay, Michael Glennon and the Giants at Miami. And the market says six and a half. What
5: say you? Well, I mean, look, this is a little bit, this number is going to be, my number is in this game is 3.5. So I would have to take the Giants, but not so fast. I don't want to take the Giants. Andrew Siciliano had a great tweet today. I retweeted it. Mike Lennon is six and 21, has a career 2. 22% winning percentage games he starts. It's the lowest among active quarterbacks who have started at least 25 games in the NFL career. So for me, this is why we're seeing this number just drive up from three and go to six and a half. I think it's a lot of points at six and a half. If I played anybody, I'd have to play the Giants.
4: Okay, Michael, Eagles, Minshew is in, of course, and the number is five and a half at the Jets.
5: I had this as a 7.68 game, Patrick. To me, you know, now that's with Hertz numbers in there. And Hertz is a huge, 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 huge part of the running game. It's going to be interesting today to see how Nick Sarriano calls the game. Knowing he's got a quarterback who can kind of process and execute the passing game, does he go more pass? He was really heavy run the last seven weeks. He's been really heavy run, much to the the love of all the Philadelphia fans. So for me to, it, it's really about that. I would have to play the Eagles here if I played anybody.
4: Okay, got two minutes. I want to get them all in. Colts, Texans. All right, I'll go quick. No, that's okay. Colts are Colts are lane ten.
5: Yeah, I mean to me, it's a push. You can't, you know. To me, I had this number as as seven and a half. I got to take the Texans. I don't like the Texans.
4: Washington at the Raiders Michael we mentioned right now the Raiders are laying a point point and a half where are you
5: I gotta take the Raiders here at 3.8 I think the Raiders should be three and a half 3.8 so to me I think that's the that's the play
4: market says the Rams are 13 point favorite with Jacksonville in town where's Michael
5: I'm at almost 15 points 14.9 Rams here today I think the Rams romp them
4: okay market says Baltimore lay four at Pittsburgh where
5: are you I had this as a 3.56 game, so if you're going to give me four, I've got to take Pittsburgh.
4: Okay. What if I told you San Francisco's laying three at Seattle? What would your number be?
5: I had it at 4.31. Got to take San Francisco.
4: Very well done. Broncos at the Chiefs. The Broncos are now catching eight and a half, nine 9 at Kansas City. Where are you?
5: I had Kansas City at 11, so I would definitely play Kansas City here.
4: Should we give it to Nesson? Should we do it? We have a minute. Should we do the Lombardi actual number on yeah, New England on. We and Buffalo? Do it. Yeah, okay, so the Buffalo yeah. the market says right now Buffalo is a two and a half point favorite. What does Michael Lombardi say?
5: I had it at three point one eight. So it was open at, oh, it's three. It's really just a pick'em game for me. It's a pick'em game for me right there. We, which will break this game down completely tomorrow. But to me, this is going to be a great, great matchup because I think both teams are going to have to play chess. This is a game of adjustments. That first quarter in this game will really determine where this game's going to go.
4: And I believe Sienna Lynn was delivered so Mick could participate in this game early, Mick's, right?
5: Yes, Mick, it's because Millie's up there. You know, <laughs> Millie will cover it all.
4: She may coach.
5: If you see Millie no talking
4: help. to Nelson Aguilar, that's planned. <laughs> <We> come, <laughs> Thomas, great job. Lombardi line, I love that segment. All right, coming up next, Thomas Gable, join Joins us here on VSIN, the Esports Betting Network.
0: You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
4: The VSIN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to know to be smarter, better when it comes to the bowl season. It's only $19.99. There's no reason to go through the bowl season without this next to you, it's for under 20 bucks. Analysis on all 41 bowl games, insights, trends, data, and predictions. It's vison.com slash subscribe. Again, vison.com slash subscribe for the college football bowl betting guide. Okay, we got you back. We got a special picture coming up in just a little bit. I'll tease you on that. Michael Lombardi there at the Borgata with the race and sportsbook director Thomas Gable. Can we start here, Michael? Yesterday yeah. the Des Moines special was what, Thomas? Clemson, Miami over 133. They scored yep. 155 total. So you
5: cashed nice that by 22 points. Congratulations. And those that tailed, congratulations, Thomas. Nice. Got to pay attention to the Des Moines special. My man's yep. all over it. Speaking of Miami, Patrick, there's a report on Twitter that Mario Cristobal will be named the head coach of Miami. And your, this is your by favorite coach. somebody from... I mean, I I understand Thomas why he's in such demand. It's yep. remarkable. I understand it, but Didn't yeah, did
8: he uh, just deliver your uh, grandmother? <laughs> he
5: probably <laughs> did. That's that's the
4: line of the day.
5: He probably did. <laughs>
4: that's the line of the day. So you're hearing again, just to repeat that. It Not looks hearing like, it. Guy, uh, oh, it is official. From
5: the Dan somebody from the Dan Lebitard show. He's he's verified on Twitter. I don't okay. I know who it was. But that's what, you know, and look, let's face it. I mean, this is what's been going on behind the scenes in Miami's. I think what's happening here, and I, I don't want to get off a sidetrack. College football now, because pro teams are so expensive, right? Yep. It's going to take $4.5 to buy the Broncos. There's not a lot of people in the world that can afford this. So if you want to own an, a, a team, a football team, you've got to own a college team. And these donors are paying the money to get done what they want to get done, and they wanted crystal ball back there.
8: Well done, Michael. Looks like Bill Berman owns uh, Georgia. That's right. Well, he's all <laughs> over Georgia. <laughs> he does. Yes, that's right. <laughs> he's into that basketball
4: yeah. program. Uh, and and the
8: football program. I
4: Berman's a bulldog. Hey, uh, yep, TG, no how, how'd it go yesterday? It was a crazy day there at the Borgata. How'd it go? It
8: was. Yeah, I, the amount of handle was just uh, incredible. It was, um, I think, one of the highest handle Saturdays You know, we've had probably uh, through the year. Uh Unbelievable amount of right on college football. We held well with college football, got uh, dinged up a little bit on college basketball and the NBA, but uh, overall uh, came out in the black, so I can't complain.
5: Okay, yeah, that SC game went in your favor, didn't it, last night? Huh? <laughs> I forgot USC, the
8: yes, it did. The yes, it did. You had that big, yeah. huge bet yeah. on SC. Yeah. Speaking and speaking of SC, another SC, South Carolina plays uh, Georgetown today. Patrick, thank you. Buddy. Oh, what do we like? South in that Carolina Brent four Martin. and a half point favorites in that game.
4: Wow. Do you have a lean?
8: I would lean. Uh, I'd lean South Carolina, and I'd lean the over on that, but not real strong on either. Either one.
4: Well, we won with your over yesterday with Clemson and Miami. Now, the change at quarterback for the Eagles. How has that adjusted your number there in Atlantic City?
8: Well, it's uh, currently five and a half. Here, uh, we we opened this game seven. Uh, it it's been back and forth between six and a half, seven. Now with the uh, the Minshew news, uh, down to five and a half. News, there certainly is going to be an adjustment ever so slightly there between Hertz and, and Minshew on the number. Uh, but um, you know, I, I it's going to be very interesting to see what type of strategy, offensive strategy, Nick Sirianni employs here. Is he going to revert back to what we saw earlier in the right. year with them yep. trying to pass the ball all the time? And and uh, but Boston Scott is going to play. It looks like. Um, for the Philadelphia running back there, but it's going to be very interesting to see what, what Nick Sirianni does here today, and uh, if the Eagles win, mustaches may be the most popular facial uh, hairstyle oh, yeah. in Broad Street. Oh, streets. no doubt.
5: So every, they'll be under every tree. It'll be under every Mintry tree. Is capable, no Mintry no,
4: capable. I, 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 is capable, Michael. Mintry is very I,
5: I am not making... Actually, I like the Eagles and lay the points today. I really do. I think they can throw the football, but I think Thomas makes the really most valid point, because remember earlier in the year, everybody was on Sirianni because he wouldn't run the ball. Right. He was trying to throw it, and he's changed into this passing game and over the last seven weeks last three weeks he's rushed over for 200 yards and four of the last five weeks it's been over 200 yards so how is he going to change that Hertz is always the leading ball carrier in terms yep. of rushing attempts and in terms of yards so without him they've lost a little bit of their ground game how do they make that up yeah
4: well put huge move down in miami with the giants and of course glennon under center what's the number there mike uh, excuse me thomas
8: Yes, yeah, so uh, Miami opened as two and a half point favorites here, and uh, this is now up to six and a half. Uh, Miami lane six and a half, and um, most of the money, most of the tickets here, about 82% on Miami uh, currently here at Borgata. But uh, again, this is another where you, you look to adjust the the number here off the uh, the quarterback change, and uh, Miami has been uh, has been playing better and you're starting to see some more respect for them come into the market Uh, you're starting to see them bet more every single week so uh, not a surprise here that uh, that they are taking on the money this is actually going to be probably one of the bigger decisions of the day for us at this point in 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 this game where we're going to need we're going to need the Giants to come through and probably not an enviable position to be in right now. Yeah,
5: and you know, the one thing I will say about this, the under is certainly in play here. The Giants' defense has played well. I mean, they have really Mm -hmm. played well. And and Pat Graham was Brian Flores' first defensive coordinator in year one. So he knows the system. They know Pat Graham. And so this is going to be an interesting chess match. I, I suspect Graham will do more of rerouting, trying to jam the receivers, disrupting Tua's timing in the game. I think the Unders certainly in play. I think 6.5. Miami, are they better than 6.5? But then again, when I think about that, I think of Mike Lennon. And I think, oh, yeah. no.
8: Oh, no. Yeah. Well, this you is know? a game that really, when I look at my numbers, I, I make this a lot closer. Obviously not Mike Lennon, but I, I make it a lot closer than that. Me too. That. And even uh, putting Glennon into the equation there. I still think it's uh, a little high here on my end. I'm going to yeah. throw
4: you a curveball. I'm going to ask you about Arizona and Chicago, if you don't mind, because Michael's yep. on Arizona. Femi's big time on Arizona, mm-hmm. and I'm a little dubious, so I'd be curious to get your number and also your take on the game, if you don't mind.
8: Yeah, so it's it's seven. Um, we opened seven. It's still seven. The, the, the total oh. has uh, dropped in this. Um, so uh, the question here is, obviously, with um, I, I'm, leaning, I'm leaning with Michael here and, and Femi, I guess, with uh, the, my number. I, I make this a little bit uh, higher than seven, so I would be uh, looking to delay the points here with the Cardinals.
5: But you're still
4: sitting yeah, seven. I mean, okay, interesting.
8: Yeah.
5: Yeah, I mean, I'm I think Patrick. This, yeah, I mean, I think Dalton. Dalton gives me apprehension, not because I don't like Justin Fields. We're, we're handicapping here. We're not evaluating. Yep. Justin Fields would struggle against the blitz package of Vance Joseph and all his, the way he attacks and where he comes from different angles. Dalton has seen this before, so he's used to playing against it. He'll be able to get him in and out of the right play. Can they hold up up front? That becomes the question. And then can they deal with Murray? I mean, Akeem Hicks isn't going to play again today. Max not playing. He's on injured reserve. Can they play the passing game? I don't know. I, I haven't seen them really do a good job defending the pass in Chicago since the two defensive linemen have been out. I am officially off that game, to be fair. <laughs> okay, next, Broncos <laughs> Broncos,
4: Chiefs. A huge game tonight. Uh, this number continues Big to go one. the Broncos way, right?
8: Yeah, it does. Uh, open uh, 9.5, uh, Chiefs favor by 9.5, uh, total 49. And we've seen the total drop in this one as well. Uh, and that's where I think uh, when I first looked at this game uh, at the beginning of the week, that's, I, I also like the under there, but uh, the total now is down to 46-and-a-half, so big move there uh, on the total. But Denver, um, they uh, they played well with their backups. They have four, I think, four or five offensive linemen yep, this week no, or, no were doubt. backups yep. in there, so uh, they still managed to run the ball. Uh, of course, we all know Teddy Bridgewater's uh, Success there as a dog, so uh, a spot there. Not a surprise that people are betting Denver because of that. And uh, but then you have on the other side of the equation, you have Andy Reid's record coming off the bye week. And in weeks eight through 11 for the Chiefs, now obviously week 12 was their bye week. Weeks eight through 11, look at this defense, right? Only allowed 47 points, that's the second fewest in that time frame. They had eight takeaways, tied for fourth most in the in the NFL in that time frame, and 11 sacks, which is fourth most in that in that period. So, and a plus 46 point differential as well. So this defense has really, really stepped up. Uh, that's why I really like the the under earlier in the week, and uh, that uh, number has uh, come down quite a bit. But. Uh, 19-3 all-time, Andy Reid, off the bye. You know,
5: I mean, if you watched the game last week where they, they ran the football effectively, the, the, the Broncos, but they didn't really have great offense in that game. I mean, they struggled. It was the turnovers, the mistakes that kind of got them through. Teddy wasn't really sharp, and I'm not sure again – to me, when Mike, when you put Drew Locke in the game, just automatically do the mush and tear up your ticket because you're going to lose. <laughs> if, if he goes in the game, mush it right then. Do the mush.
4: That should be a, a new dance here on the Lombardi line. I I've <laughs> do got, the mush. I've got 40 seconds, and I just want to ask you a question. Is tomorrow's handle at the Borgata with the Patriots and the Bills going to be insane?
8: Yeah. I, I mean, that is right now the most heavily bet game of the week. Oh, wow. Wow. So, Already? Um, oh, my goodness. Yes yeah it, it's been all week it, it's been crazy I, you know i mentioned a little bit yesterday where as soon as we put that line up, it it, uh, it really got pounded. New England plus three, so it's down to two and a half. But uh, yeah, it's going to be the most heavily backed game it's, of the week.
4: It's 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 the game of the year. It's going to yep. be, and the weather is going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Oh, it'll be
5: everything everything about December football we love. Yep, it sure will. Thomas,
4: as you know, we 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 continue to wish you um, good wishes today and good. You know, listen, your life is tough, and you're a busy man, and you continue to win a ton of cash. So good luck with the beach house, buddy. Thank you. Oh,
8: Thank you, Patrick. He's annoyed with
4: me. He hates me. I love you, Thomas. We come back. We're going to run the board. Got a special picture as well. Introduce you to Sienna as we continue here on the Lombardi Line.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
4: To start listening.
0: You're listening to the Lombardi line on VSIN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
4: Okay, I'll make this simple. Bet MGM, new betters. Bet $10 today using the bonus code VSIN, VSIN 200. You'll win $200 paid for in free bets. It's that simple. Again, VSIN 200 over at bet MGM for new betters. Any team scores a touchdown. 1 800 gambler if you have an issue for all promotions and all the technicalities go to betmgm.com or download the betmgm app. Okay, we got you back here it's week 13 A fun show today. I'm Patrick Maher live from the decent oh. studios here at the South Point <laughs> Michael, you all right? We got yeah, I got we're something doing for good. you. I got something for yeah. you. So let's go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> so this week a very special addition to the Lombardi family. The first granddaughter, and her oh, name man, is that was S- huge. Sienna Lynn. Let's go ahead and throw up yeah. Millie and Sienna there. There yeah, it is,
5: Michael. M- Millie finally was able to get down there babysitting two boys, and she finally got down there to hold her. So that's, that's the greatest pitcher of all right there. So there's nothing better than that and enjoying it, and we're going to spoil that. I told my son Mick that I don't want to hear one complaint because she's going to get spoiled, so just accept it and move forward
4: sincerely congratulations that's awesome thank you that's it's, a great, that's a, great it's a great
5: it really is tremendous for the family I mean we now have four boys we have a dormitory in the house and and she's going to have her own room which will be the princess of all time
4: okay Sienna pay attention because grandpa's got some picks let's go ahead and throw it <laughs> on the board, go. and we'll let's get, we'll get we you get your official three picks in here Michael I'll show you the graphic you can run through and we'll start with the Rams lane, the 13 versus the Jags
5: I, I, You know, everybody's, you know, nervous about the Rams here. I, I think you got to take it. I think the Rams got embarrassed last week in Green Bay. And when you get embarrassed, especially if you're a good coach uh, like Sean McVay is, I think Sean McVay is going to have a good game plan. I think he'll understand how to attack this Jacksonville defense, and they've got to start playing better on defense in terms of Raheem Morris and blitzing and doing some things. To me, if the Rams don't win this game by two touchdowns, I would be surprised. I think Matthew Stafford will have a really good day. I know he's beat up, but this secondary can't really cover, and I think they're going to make some plays today. I don't care if Beckham plays or not.
4: Okay, next one, Chargers. Uh, Quickly, DraftKings and Circa, if you want to bet the Chargers, you better do it quickly because that three is disappearing down to two and a half, but you can still find a three with the Chargers.
5: You know, I think there's no doubt. There is no doubt uh, that this is the last stand game for the Chargers. They have to win this one, and the Bengals are a good team. And and I'm not sure who's going to win, but I think three's too many points in the game. I think you take the field goal. I think the Chargers have a really good opportunity to win. I think it'll be a last possession game. I'm just going to take the points. My power ranking says to do that, and so I will.
4: OK, fair enough. Last one, Kansas City. What do you got?
5: You know, I, I know everybody says Teddy Bridgewater, and I've been on the Teddy Bridgewater train. I picked him against the, the Dallas Cowboys when they went on the road and won there. But that's a different, that's a different time. I think Andy Reid will have his team ready. I think he knows how to play Vic Fangio. And I just worry that Denver's offensive line, in a very hostile environment in front of a lot of crowd noise, Teddy Bridgewater, plus I think Teddy's not 100% healthy. And if he gets hit by Clark, by Martin, or by Jared Reed, and he comes out of the game, tear up your tickets because Drew Locke is not going to put any points on the board.
4: Michael Lombardi's official three plays today here on VSEN, the Esports Betting Network. The Chargers, the Rams and the Chiefs. Let's run the board. We bring in Josh Applebaum, Market Insights. And we're going to start, Michael,
5: with you. Minnesota at Detroit. Minnesota's Lane 7. What's your lean? You know, I, I really love Minnesota here. I've always loved them all week. I I'd almost put them in my top three. They would have been the fourth team in there if I had. A, I like Minnesota. I think this is a last-stand game for Minnesota. They've got to play well. They've played a lot of tight games. I don't think they'll let down because of the disappointment. I know they don't have Dalvin Cook, but Madison's a really good player. I like Minnesota. I'll
7: lay the points. Josh? Patrick, I can't I can't quit your Detroit Lions here. I know they're oh 0 and one, but they're seven and four ATS. They have uh covered three straight numbers. Notable to me, guys, really lopsided the Vikings, but the line really hasn't moved at all. Seven, seven and a half, a little juice back. And you have some injuries here. Anthony Barr and Kendricks are out, top two linebackers. I'll take the Lions to lose, but hopefully cover this one, Patrick. Okay,
4: Arizona's laying seven and a half at Chicago, Michael.
5: I have to take Arizona. You know, Arizona sent out a press release, basically Kyle and Murray announcing he's back. I, I think that's bad news for the uh, for the uh, Bears defense. James Conner's been sensational. I think Murray does the plays well. I think Arizona's defense will create some turnovers against Andy Dalton. I like Arizona here.
7: Okay, Josh. I can't go with Arizona, guys. It, it makes total sense, but it's one of the most lopsided plays of the day. I can see a teaser, you know, 7.5 down to 1.5. My play here, windy under. You're going to have about 15 miles an hour of wind, and when the wind blows 10 uh, miles an hour or more, the under, 64% this year. Give me the under in Chicago.
4: Michael, Tampa, lane 11 at Atlanta.
5: I'm going to take Tampa. I think Brady will have a big day today against Dean Peace. I think the the Bucks are really a good team at home, and I think they'll pull away in the fourth quarter, and they'll cover this number.
7: Okay, Josh. I'm actually with Michael on this one. I'll lay the points here. Uh, nine and a half up to 11, big move. And the last two times these play, these teams have played, uh, Tampa has rolled. 48-25, 44-27. Uh, they got a good offense. Falcons don't score a lot. That's what I like in a favorite to cover a big number. I'll lay it with Tampa.
4: Minshew and Philly, Michael, are laying five and a half in Jersey against the Jets.
5: You know, there's always a reluctance when the new quarterback comes in. Will the offense change? How will it work? You know, I just don't trust Zach Wilson. Five is Five and a half is a really good number. I think I'm going to take the Eagles here. A lot of people are nervous today. This is the most bet survivor pick, and there's only, I think, 27 left in the Circus Survivor Contest. Huge implications. I'll take Philly, lay the points.
7: Okay, Josh. I'll take the Jets here, guys. You're not getting the best of the number, but that seven down to five and a half is meaningful. Obviously, it's the backup quarterback. That's what caused the move. But uh, in a kind of a low total game, 44, you're almost getting six. I'll go Jets here, coming off a win against the Texans.
4: Okay, we know Michael, of course, is on the Chargers here. You got to hurry if you're betting the Chargers because that three's disappearing. Josh, I'll still give you three with the Chargers catching it at Cincinnati.
7: Patrick, great call by you. Juice is moving bigly on the Chargers here. Probably going to get down to two and a half. I'll take the Chargers here. Big uh, injuries. Riley Reef and Trey Hopkins, starting right tackle and starting center, both out for the Bengals. I think the Chargers uh, have enough to keep this thing close. I'll take the three with uh, with L.A.
4: Okay, Michael. Miami's laying six and a half, hosting Glennon and the Giants.
7: I I cannot take Mike Glennon.
5: I don't care what my numbers say. (laughs) I'm just not getting in the Glennon boat. You're not going to get me there. I can't do it. I won't do it. Uh, (laughs) There's just no chance. I think, you know, no way.
4: And of course, happy holidays to the Glennon family from all of us here at Mike the I love Mike Glennon. Line. He's a
5: wonderful kid. I mean, I just I'm not want to bet. You're asking me about money. I don't want to pay. I don't want anybody to do that.
4: <laughs> I feel you, Josh. What do you got?
7: Oh, you it know, it seems like an giants. obvious play. Yeah, I'll go Giants or nothing here. But I will say again, you know, if you're laying a six and a half open three, you're getting the worst of it. You're you're playing an injury after the line has moved a ton. I'll go under here, Michael. You hit the nail on the head. G-men playing good defense. They're good to the under. Miami doesn't score a lot. I'll go under forty with a little win there.
4: Michael, this one's interesting. Vegas is hosting Washington, Washington on a heater here, and Vegas is laying one and a half minus Waller.
5: I'm going to go with my numbers here. That ticked back up to two. It was one and a half. It opened at three. I'm going to take the Raiders. Just I, I, I haven't really got the sense that I believe in Washington yet, particularly defense. The Jack Del Rio, uh, this is the revenge bowl for Jack Del Rio. Yes, a lot please. of revenge going on here. The Washington football team created the problems with Gruden. Jack Del Rio's got anger towards the Raiders for being fired. This will be, a, this will be an interesting game to watch. I'm going to take the Raiders here.
7: Okay, Josh. I think this would be a different game if Waller was playing, guys, but I like the Washington football team here. You have a majority bets on Vegas, yet the line opened 2.5. It's down to 2 or 1.5. Washington, good teaser play, 2 up to 8. But I'll take the football team. Road dog 7 or less this year, guys, 71% ATS.
4: Michael is going to lay the 13 with the Rams. Jacksonville in town. Josh, where are you?
7: Uh, I can't do it. i got to take the Jags here. It's disgusting. I'll probably regret it. But it opened 13 and half It's down to 13. I'll lean on this uh, system here. You get into December, these big, big double-digit dogs do pretty well, 56% ATS.
4: Okay, Michael, Baltimore's laying four at Pittsburgh.
5: I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Close my eyes. Pretend I don't know that Ben Roethlisberger's done and he can't throw the football anymore. And just <laughs> convince myself that they're going to be good. I'm just going to keep talking about it. They're going to be good today, you know. And Speaking I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Into you know. Yeah. I'm just going to complete convince myself that they're going to play good today. That everything that I've witnessed in the past four month, four weeks has not been true. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh today. I believe it, Patrick. There's going to be like that 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 Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> resurgent game. He's coming back. I don't believe that you
7: believe.
4: Let's go with Josh. I don't believe it. I'm, I'm hoping
7: for it. <laughs> Mike, If um, Michael Lombardi, if I got any juju here, I'm with you. I'll give you all my good vibes. I'm on the Steelers, too. Really public play to Baltimore. You would have loved the four and a half. It's now down to four. But, guys, Mike Tomlin has a dog. You've mentioned it. 42 and 21, 67% ATS. I'll take the Steelers at home.
4: Michael, the 49ers are laying three at the Seahawks.
7: You know, I think the three makes me
5: take the Niners. If it was three and a half, I wouldn't. I think the Niners are playing really good. Seattle's not. I'll take the team
7: playing better. Josh? Oh, man, you're getting some buyback here on Seattle, guys. They're a terrible team. You are buying low on them. But no Debo Samuel. You're in the division laying a number, a popular bet. I got to go Seattle here, even though this is a team that isn't really fun to sweat this year. Michael's
4: going to lay the nine with Kansas City. Josh, Denver in town, where are you?
7: Oh, man, I can't go against Teddy Two Gloves, our guy. As a dog, uh, 76% ATS, open 9.5, even reached 10. It's falling back down 9, 8.5. Probably get, get a lot of people tease Chiefs down 8.5 to 2.5. I'll take the Broncos in a windy under here.
4: I hate to do this, Nesson, but you have to watch tomorrow to get the Michael Lombardi play on New England and Buffalo. <laughs> I, 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 I annoy myself that I did that to
5: you. Anywho, 30 seconds, Michael, the floor is yours. What do you got to say on the way out? You know, I think we're going to find out if the, some of these dogs, the, these the road teams that are huge favorites. We're going to learn a lot about them today. Eight of them starting out the week were, were, were road favorites. It's shout- going to be interesting to see. And shout to Sienna Lynn, no? You bet. No doubt. Thanks okay, to everybody. Michael, have Appreciate a great you all day. your help, Patrick.
4: And Elliot downstairs, thank you for putting that together. Kevin, whatever.
5: Well uh, done, Elliot. <laughs> well done. And Stephen, whatever you need, just send me a and memo. Stephen and Christina as well. Yeah, I mean, I just work for you, Stephen. Yeah, we're just get, trying to get by.
4: Josh, have a good one. Femi's next, the Thanks, pregame show. It's B-SIN, the Sports Betting Network. Good job, Kevin.
1: Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.
3: From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better: making growth an everyday practice.